sides of the story that's tom sides and that john sides i can't not do a voice of some kind i don't know I, i'm like try, i was trying to speak normally there but a little bit of excitement but i just yeah i can't speak normally i always have to do a voice i don't know what it is i don't know what it is tom that's that's fine buddy how you doing these little i'm surviving yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy that we... you were in Malaysia for like 24 days there. You got your plane fucking crashed. Tom's back, everyone. I know we took a break there, but we had a good fucking reason. Tom was in the jungle, but now he's back. Yeah. He's here. So yeah. fucking right. Yeah. No, it's just been an onslaught of being sick. I didn't know adults got ear infections. I thought that's something that you <laughs> only got as a kid. That's funny. Very funny and, comment. And, <laughs> and um, they fucking suck. I yeah. honestly was out out of commission for like a week. I had like it was brutal, and then um, and then just being busy back on shift work and trying to find time and not having it, and then being away for a wedding didn't help. Uh, Marty and Christy finally got married. How oh, nice! It was a seven seven year engagement. Nice. That's not too bad. It is what it is. Yeah. Personally, I think they're rushing things. But yeah, no shit, eh? Just two, two kids, kids fucking seven. wild in love, jumping right in there. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, was it? How was kids. the wedding? The wedding was great. Uh, small, very, very, very small ceremony at a church where Christy got baptized. Okay. Uh, it was nice to see Marty's family, like his mom and sister and niece flew in. And, and that was a time uh, his niece went from being really shy to calling me Tommy Thompson. Nice. The whole yeah, the whole weekend. She's she's adorable. She's a little funny how quickly that comes around. Hey, yeah, she's a little fucking Spitfire. Nice. And then so there was just like a lot of like playing with like the kids and shit. Um, and then I had a best man speech. Knocked it out of the park. Nailed it. Sweet. Yeah. And then what did uh, you? What was your focal point? Did you tell a story or did you just do a general like? You know what? I kind of just focus on the fact that what makes their relation great is their endurance. So, like, I kind of spoke about how for the first half of their relationship, it was long distance. So, for, like, five years or something like four or five years, Marty was in England. Marty was in the Czech Republic. Marty was in Finland. Marty was, you know, in New Zealand. Marty was not around all the time right and then i just kind of spoke about so you hear all the time that a long distance relationship doesn't work and you see these people go on and they succeed so if you're ever at a crossroads where you have the easy road or the hard road take a look at these two because they chose the hard road and look at the success and where we are and where we are today I don't appreciate yeah, I you making my wiener hard while we're trying to record a podcast, Tom. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so I spoke, that's, that's what I kind of spoke about. Nice. That's awesome. Nothing wrong with uh, knocking things out of the park. I sprinkled in some jokes. Um, you like, have to. 
like the rush the rushing things and then how like we brought marty into the house and we never got rid of him and then marty's from new zealand so i think it's ironic that he was like a boomerang he always comes back because boomerangs like, are australian i thought that makes was sense a funny joke. yeah like, that's a good think, one it's racially charged yeah. too which is always entertaining yeah yeah well chris you said no racist joke so i just sneak something in that's a yeah that's a very tame one nice very nice yeah. Uh, you said it was a small ceremony, like not too many people, or it was a very small ceremony. Like I think, because like with respect to my friends, they're terrible. Like like they were terrible at planning this. Like this was like last minute, and like and like respectfully so because like they're on a budget, right? They're like already a family of four, and you know like to plan this, but like they were able to get a church like last minute. The church ceremony was the day before the wedding, so we the day before the reception. So, yeah. like, we saw the wedding and then just, like, went home. It was the weirdest thing. That is, yeah. Yeah, so we did that. And then, um, and then yeah, the reception was just the next day. So, it was a very interesting thing. Um, but, again, it was a beautiful ceremony. You know, everyone said the right things, the right names, and everyone said, I do. So, I have yet to go to a wedding where... It doesn't. I have yet to go to an unsuccessful wedding, which kind of is a bucket list of mine. But I also hope it doesn't happen to me or someone I really, really, really care about. Yeah, that would be awful to be there for something like that. Yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine that. Like, what the fuck feeling of it all? Yeah, just to be part of, but just to be part of like that drama and just to see it unfold. Oh. Like, I, like, if it was, like, you know what? If it was, like, a friend of Hillary's and I was, again, like, her plus one, like, yeah. that would be ideal. That would be ideal. Now, now, not saying that I want anything bad to happen for that particular friend of Hillary's. I'm just I was saying, like, that's fucking very specific. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, how, how else would I be invited to that wedding? You know what I yeah. mean? And no, I, there's got to be an inn somewhere, and yeah, I yeah, get what you're saying. Yeah, so if I'm, like... Or, like, you know, if I'm, like, a random plus one, like, a buddy's going to a wedding and he doesn't want to bring a date, he'd rather just bring a buddy yeah. and just tear it up. Fuck, I'll do that. And oh, I, yeah. I'll... Could you imagine? Yeah. Those are, like, like, like those kinds of things. It happens, so, like, I don't know. I Obviously, we've all seen it on TV, but it might be one of those things, like, quicksand, where we worry about it lots as kids and then we grow up and realize that it doesn't really happen that often. I think mm-hmm. most people would, like, realize it before that moment obviously and not go through like i don't think you get the hollywood version of that Mm -hmm. i thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem in my life everybody Um, did yeah um but yeah i i would agree that it is like i don't think people get married with the intention of not getting married but i just yeah like it's like winning the lottery, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that you be like, you know what? I one time was at a wedding and this shit fucking happened. Oh yeah, it would be insane for the story of it all, just to be like there, and then like to be at like the aftermath of it all too. Like I didn't, I haven't heard of that like happening or being there, but I did know of someone a situation where somebody ruined someone else's life. I think I might have told you the story early on in the podcast, but they were helping. Uh, a, f- a guy I knew was helping his girlfriend's parents move 
and he tripped down the stairs up from the bedroom carrying a box down the stairs and there was a lot of like sexual paraphernalia in the box and letters between him and another him and a man that he worked with and it was a secret his wife had no idea and when it, he dropped the box everybody was right there I was like what the hell is this and like he tried to hide it and it was too late and he like blew up these fucking people's life because he dropped a box i don't think you've ever told me the story because this is something i feel like i would remember that is a scarring fucking story oh yeah him and the girl broke up like it, it ruined multiple relationships and the family like wait, was fractured the girl forever. broke up with him because he just tripped and fell yeah and he was like <laughs> I, like he they weren't like years in or anything they'd been dating for like a couple months it was pretty loose still and it was just like the awkwardness be... and the embarrassment of it all like yeah i guess she would be a little bit mortified and then always associate him with her parents divorce yeah Oh. Yeah, real story too. Like that's not like someone guy was bullshitting me. Like this was legit, <laughs> and that's like I've seen another time too, where another a guy was living a double life, and his wife found out that he'd been meeting up with people at hotels and stuff like that. Like very similar situation, but really, yeah, people live double lives, and it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> but like yeah. the, the, back to what we were saying, like being in a wedding and having like a relationship blow up in front of you. When you see a relationship implode in any way or hear about it like that, you're like, what am I? Like imagine being, you're the guy's friend and you went to go help them move. Cause you're like, he's like, Hey, I'm going to help my girlfriend's parents move. You mind come and give me a hand. And you're like, yeah, sure. Fuck. I'll come being that guy, that fly on the wall, standing there watching the ball. No. And then the like, drive. Dude. So then, like, what do you do? Like, I don't know the end of the story. Do they keep moving? <laughs> I'll grab the well, next you, boat. Uh, well, at one point, I think it blew up and he to... left. But yeah, yeah, no, like I would have to leave. I've, I would have to leave after that and be like, yeah, you I'd guys be like, got some. Oh, you guys got, that. yeah, yeah, you guys got some shit. You got to sort out. But like, I wouldn't even take responsibility for it at all. Like, he did nothing wrong, right? People trip. unless like he, <laughs> unless he, like, unless like. He intentionally went like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be like." No, I'm sure it wasn't like that. But imagine what like was... you're just in that moment, right? When you when it drops, you're just like, "Oh, sorry, oh my god, I'm so sorry." And then it starts to unravel as you're apologizing. So then you feel like you're in the guilt of it all because it's like, "Oh my god, all this shit's happening. All these things are unveiling. Oh my god!" And you're like, "This is all my fault." Like there is like ownership because you tripped and you're apologizing off the onset of a crazy situation yeah, well, yeah you would uh, you would apologize for the incident like i yes, get that like for dropping I've, yeah i i've i'm clumsy <laughs> i've i've apologized for just yeah. my wayward existence but like pretty much but like if someone goes like you're the reason we got divorced i'd be like hardly yeah that's hardly. not i would be like I really did, really i didn't yeah. write the letters to your dad like you know what i mean for like, sure yeah no no that's so, a lot of like you see people when they're in situations like that they try to blame other people to take the focus if anything that guy's a fucking hero yeah no he he did he stopped a terrible lie you know what i mean yeah exposed a bunch of truths yeah, he's he made like people yeah he made people like answer for some shit yeah which you know yeah. like when you're living in a toxic unhealthy situation it is a godsend to get away from it. So it obviously, probably wasn't even toxic, though, man. It was probably just a guy. That guy probably kept a secret because he had a happy marriage. Like I'm sure yeah. that he had he had this deep, deep dark thing. But as long as he kept them separate, like I, I'm not saying I condone it. 
Yeah. But there are easier ways to, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you understand I, why. Like, I kind of, I kind of get it based on people don't want to blow up their lives too. You know, yeah, like if you have yeah, a comfortable you, life and you're like, you're fine with you it. Like, give up a wrong. marriage and full time with your kid and all of yeah. this just for the a place to live, your house, your money, your yeah, literally everything. And I, and for something you discovered late in life, like. For sure. I don't know. Like, What's common to, like, obviously things have changed a lot in society in the last yeah. 10 years. Of but, and, but also look at the time, too. Like That's was, what I'm saying, right? Is like it, it was a lot more common for people to stay, like, hiding their true selves or not even realizing their true self and getting into relationships just because it was the societal expectation of what yeah. to do with their lives. And then as they get older and they start caring less about what other people think, they start exploring themselves and then it leads to a situation like that. Right. Uh, I got one question though. And I'm just so curious. What was the box labeled? What was the box? Yeah. What was the box labeled? Like was it, it wasn't it was just was like a like... card hey that's what he said too i asked i'm like well what the fuck because you'd think that and that's like it wasn't that close it was just like a little liquor store style box just a box and it yeah. was just bedroom like that was their bedroom from their bedroom just, so it was just labeled bedroom just so like i yeah. i know what the... dude was gonna get caught anyway yeah. dude was gonna get caught Pretty i much. guarantee it you can have well, my question was at the time too is like you have this deep dark secret. Why aren't you moving that box? Why aren't you? Well, I think you he probably one? wanted to. Why are you preemptively? To? Yeah, did he set this guy up? <laughs> no, 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 no. He probably wanted to. Yeah. But guess who got you the truck first? This poor bastard. Yeah. But like to label it bedroom, you're not. I don't know unpa- that. For sure. I'm just speculating yeah. that it was labeled. Yeah, because if it was labeled. Be- yeah, but if it was labeled bedroom, he's getting fucking caught because yeah. you're not. I've been a mover. You're just putting the boxes in the room. You're not part of the unpacking process. Yeah, for sure. You leave that for the homeowners, right? I don't know where she's looking like, for that box. Where the fuck is it? Is it in the kitchen? Is it in the basement? And it's all mixed <laughs> in. No, no, no. But it's all mixed in with all the other bedroom boxes, right? Yeah. So I feel like the life, the wife would be a little bit gung ho and putting the fucking master bedroom away. together. Yeah. <laughs> she's opening that box eventually, man. Yeah. She's gonna get it into that fucking box. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, there and was a lot it. of ways of getting caught for sure. Maybe like in when things are organized in a box and packed inside of like other boxes and stuff, it, you could not notice it maybe. But if you drop it down a set of stairs and it's like everything spills out, you know? New new theory. New theory. I, like I think the guy wanted to get caught and he tripped your buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. I don't think like, that that was the case, but like you said, it... it it's just a lot of oddness when it comes to like me. If I was trying to protect <laughs> something, I would move it myself. Like if my yeah. precious things, when I move, I'm not letting someone else handle it. So that's what I always, yeah. Some people implode in relationships for sure. But anyways, back yeah. to happy relationships that work out. Um, Sorry, I was just really there. fascinated by this. What is Marty's wife's name? You said earlier. Sorry, Christy. 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 Christy, congratulations, yeah. Marty and Christy, on your marriage. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a lovely, 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 lovely time. Um, so through all, through all of your, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like everything went well. Like all the speeches were good. No one, no one really sucked. Um, good. And I've been. Have you ever been to a wedding where the speeches were just terrible? Shoot me in the head now. Yeah, I have definitely seen that before. We're like. 
I don't know, like mine wasn't very long, but I think mine was poignant. Um, yeah. My friend Vero spoke. She spoke beautifully and everything. While uh, Christy's friend Jess spoke and she spoke beautifully. Marty and Christy, uh, sorry, Marty's mom and sister spoke. They did that beautifully. Christy's dad spoke. He was quick and to the point, and he just yeah. But everyone, no one, no one really sucked, which That's was nice. nice. It's like I've been to like quite a few weddings where like the speeches were like. You thought this was good? Yeah, like, exactly. You... Or worse, they have nothing prepared and they go off on tangents in the, while they're mm-hmm. telling the story. Like, do you remember that you're at a wedding telling a fucking yeah. story about like these two people? Because they're like talking about shit like, no, like, where is this going? And, and or like, God bless their hearts. But like a grandparent makes it to their grandchild's wedding and they're up there in years and they're having a hard time. And that's hard to like, obviously it's a beautiful moment for all the family to watch that kind of thing. But as a attendee, sometimes you're like, it's a train wreck to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were but, so yeah. intently listening to me there. You were so still. I was like, shit, is it frozen? I was waiting till I finished speaking to see if you moved. That was intense. Just focusing on what you were saying. I have PTSD from the times that we've frozen while talking, apparently. (laughs) It's happened a few times. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But yeah. um, So yeah, no, the everything was successful. I'm very happy to be a part of it. I was very happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What else you been doing? uh, Back on the grind, back on shift work. Uh, Once I get once I get off this uh, string of nights, I'm back on the mornings. So, but I'm at like the crack of fucking stupid. So four thirty to twelve thirty. Um, that's tough. It's just early, you know. Yeah. It's fucking like ideally, I would have liked to get like I'm on a four two, which also sucks. But you know, I can. Un- kind of apply for overtime and see what happens on in the right. afternoons if I want. And then, um, but people are also willing to trade shifts. So I've been also picking up a bunch of shifts. Like I've been trying to work a lot because I got like a, a lot of things planned coming up. Yeah. In the coming months. We've talked September, I, October is pretty nuts for yeah. you. And then November, November is looking to be pretty fucking nuts too. Awesome. So like we so obviously my whole family was in Montreal and then we were talking about the November trip because like that's the next time we're all going to see each other in Edmonton. And so what went down, what started off is like, okay, so we'll just do a few days in Edmonton turned into like, hey, like we're off for like I'm taking a full vacation for that. My sister's uh, my sister can take off whenever. And David is on shift work where he does like two weeks on one week off. Right. So if he's off, he's off, which is awesome. And my mom can take as many fucking days off as she wants because she has like all the vacation days in the world and never takes them. Yeah. And then uh, Hillary arranged it that she's off for a few days. So what like what we might do is like I'm in for like two, three days and then there's a direct flight to San Francisco. Nice. So might go to Kieran San Francisco. just did that recently with his uh, lady they went to san francisco on that new direct flight it was super yeah. cheap and they had a great couple days there yeah so we might go to san francisco just to see like the full house house and then maybe alcatraz did you go to alcatraz he did yeah 
Yeah, I would like to go to Alcatraz. He said it was like super cool and he highly recommends to anyone going there to go check it out chinatown is really really cool there too it's like the biggest chinatown outside of china so it's (laughs) a worthwhile thing to go for like a walk down there and with the fam you know yeah Yeah, i like i would like to go to alcatraz but knowing my luck that's when a whole a whole bunch of disgruntled marines are going to want to get vengeance on the u.s government and then have sarin gas attached to rockets pointed at that was an underrated movie the rock that's a great fucking movie i had it on vhs and i i haven't watched it in a long ass time but i bet it fucking holds up it's on disney plus man oh is it interesting yeah i would i would totally give that a watch i have so many things in backlog to watch i'm like behind on so much shit you know who am i talking to (laughs) the number one advocate for me to watch shit is who i'm telling that i haven't watched shit to of course i haven't watched shit speaking of are you caught up on star trek I sure am. I've watched it all, even last night's episode. I finished. I haven't watched. Two. I I haven't watched last night's episode. I just didn't get the opportunity to. But no, we can talk about all the rest though. Because so let's yeah. try to like. I actually have the episode list brought up on my phone because there's like I don't want to jump too crazy all over the. I do. Uh, we always jump crazy all over the place. But I want to talk to you about like a couple episodes specifically before we just go all over the fucking place. Is that okay? Are you cool with that? Yep. Shoot. Go. Let's go with it. So my opinion on Among the Lotus Eaters, that one, uh, episode four, we never talked about that one yet, but they go to the planet where they forget everything. Yeah, that was fucking what a, dope. What a cool ass episode, like the, uh, the concepts of like how memory works and just the idea of like, I don't know, it was a really interesting Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very Star Trek episode. I love That's it. what they like strange new worlds is giving us is that uh, weekly interesting episode that has nothing you know it's all like moving in the same direction obviously but it's episodic it's not uh mm-hmm. what's the other one linear sure let's go with linear uh okay, well, like Spock. a linear story so it's episodic whereas like every story yeah as opposed kind of to like, linear yeah uh, like a linear story where it's Every episode has to do with the episode previous. For sure. Like so there it's are not some the word I usually use, but I'll take it. And I, I yeah. understood and appreciate the use of linear. Like you nailed it. I'm not disputing it. I just there's something often we call it otherwise, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Episode five. Charades where Spock becomes human. Great fucking episode. <laughs> it was interesting. So you got to see you got to see the acting range of Ethan Peck, where yeah. he was amazing. Um, although like as much as I love this episode, it was the beginning of the downfall of the him and nurse, uh, Chappelle. Oh my. Yeah. Nurse chapels decline. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I've never shipped someone so hard and then whatever those are later episodes but i fucking love this episode the yeah the ruse the lying the fucking it's also very like people that may not like this episode much if you look at the history of star trek they've done a lot of episodes similar to this where something's been stripped away from someone and they're or they've been added to someone like the two vix or there's like two of them yeah i would have liked to have seen like the other alternatives like a whole 
Vulcan Spock and a whole human Spock. Yeah, like, that's what, what I what was I mean? hoping would happen in the story is they go to fix him and they fix him by making him full Vulcan. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. but it, is, it was a great episode. I won't take anything away from uh, it. No, no, it was, that was a very fun thing to do. And what I like is that they're reaching out to new species. For sure. As well. Yeah, yeah. which is strange new worlds. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're doing lots of that. And like, so that takes us to the next one, Lost in Translation with Uhura hearing that fucking humming sound and starting to go crazy. Mm. And like, it was a scary ass episode. It was like darker yeah. and like freaky. What a, there was a nice mystery to it. And like it, it kind of just goes to show how clutch Uhura is, but like, like how, like what I like about all of what we're seeing is that they're not the characters that we know them to be yet. Yeah, that's what I, I actually like that about that. Oh, for sure. So, like, I was talking to my uncle Mike a bit about it, where like Spock isn't the Spock we know yet, and they and that becomes clear in like the lower decks episode. Like these characters that we know haven't been, but like I think something needs to happen in order for these characters to develop. Like, there's a reason yeah. when there's a reason why Spock goes full fucking Vulcan. For sure. Instead of like le- letting his human flag Which fly. Which we're kind of like that- leaning towards that with the whole Chappelle situation between him and Nurse Chappelle. Yeah. So it is what it is yeah. with these things. Um, but no, it was very interesting. Um, next up is number seven, episode seven, which is fucking brilliant. Those old scientists, the lower decks crossover. Holy fuck, yes. the casting is. Like I, it was literally Boimler and Mariner in real life. You know what I mean? Well, Obviously, that's, that's, that, those are the real voice actors, right? I know, but it's like they when they drew them, they drew them of the people too. You know, which is a yeah. super cool way of keeping it authentic and a way of keeping it so that you can do. Like, when are we gonna? Let's just do. Let's do lower decks. The real like we can get. Um, mm-hmm sliders boy to come be the fucking first officer like they can do all of that which is fucking awesome no uh yeah no that that was that was a very fun episode for me um obviously like i love uh the guy that plays boimler i love him in everything i see him in yeah uh, i didn't know him from the anything boys. else he's on the boys he was in scream five he's uh he's been around and his father is Oh fuck! His father is—he's the dad from Parent Trap. No, uh, fuck! It's gonna bother me because I don't. You got your phone? Fucking look it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're on a computer as well. Uh, I guess there's that too. Yeah. No, it's when you see like, I don't know if I've seen a few incarnations. I guess over time where they Mm -hmm. take cartoon and make it reality for a quick second or something or they bring the cartoon character and the cartoon character is still the cartoon character but in the real world but to see a fucking person of the person who was drawn and it to be so like authentically awesome looking down to the movements of the actor like what the fuck they just really did a good job I love that episode it's very Star Trek everything about it just screams like great episode so he's the kid of dennis quaid and meg ryan really yeah huh that's fucking weird i did not know that yeah i didn't even know dennis quaid fucking shipped with meg ryan good job dennis quaid 
Yeah. He fucked I don't know if they're still. I, I don't know if they're still together. I highly doubt but, it, but either way, Boimler. But that that's who his parents are, which is huh. great. Yeah, he comes from like Hollywood royalty. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's like that girl from Stranger Things, right? The the one that only gets introduced at the ice cream shop in season three. Yeah. Her parents were Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Yeah, for sure. And she looks like both of them. When I, like, originally, yeah. obviously, I heard that pretty early on watching that. And fuck, that's such a brilliant show. Yeah. I think it got pushed back because of the whole, like, stupid actor writer and writer being like, we don't get paid enough money for pretending. Uh, so. I would I would fight you on this. They're, they're fighting for the right things. I'm fully on board with what they're fighting. Are you actually? They're delaying so yeah. much shit because they're like, well, no, no, no. Yes, rightfully, they're not they're not crying and they're not even fighting for themselves. They're fighting honestly, for they're the doing me a favor. I'm just fucking around. I don't. I'm sure they're fighting for it's, the right things. But, but well, like like look at like how TV used to work. So like with syndication coming in, you could be uh, like guys like. Um, who played Chandler Bing? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry n- never needed to work again after Friends because Friends was a, su- a successful show, and he yeah. would get a weekly big fucking check because of the syndication things that he would get. Syndication has now gone the way of the fucking dodo. Oh, really? I didn't because, know that because of streaming services. That makes sense. Streaming yeah. services pay one fucking fee for something, and then it's like a kickback. Some actors get a check for shows nowadays, and it's like eleven cents. You can't fucking live on that. And yeah. now, like. Now, we, we all know that we think that all these big-name actors make millions and millions, and some of them do. Some of them really do. Yeah. But also, a lot of them don't. And they'll yeah. make, like... They'll, like and, they'll, and some of them take pay cuts just to be a part of a thing. Like, Jonah For Hill sure. took, like, a gigantic pay cut just so he can be in Wolf of Wall Street. And, like, and then, like, there's times where they'll... To be in a movie, you have a smaller role. Like, you're getting paid the minimum. Now, again, that's more than you and I probably make, but also you and I don't have the fees of agents, lawyers, whatever. Years of being and poor then, to try to fucking succeed at something that so few people succeed at as yeah. well. Like, Yeah. And with the thing with AI now, if you are a brand new actor and you do something in the background, they, they, they have it now. So, like, no, we own your face so we can just do that with everything. No, that's not fucking cool, man. Yeah. People would have put my face in things. I should be paid, paid for it. There is a lot of stuff. No, like I, I have some insights because I listened to the um, Fat Man Beyond podcast where they talk primarily about the writer strike of things. Yeah, and writers That's cool, don't though. make I didn't, I, You fuck- don't know these things, right? So it's interesting. Yeah. I know it's and, happening, and but writer- I don't know what the fuck it is. And writers are probably the most important part of any fucking content. Obviously, okay? yeah, and, they make and it. they are the most under uh, underappreciated of of this and they are yeah. underpaid overworked and then they're just like go well, hey ideas man give me ideas please and they're just like fucking yeah. like and you gotta and like and then like because there's like and there's two different unions for writers like there's um an animated union got started by fucking disney years ago yeah where they can't fucking strike or anything and they get massively underpaid for their work because Disney was just because Walt Disney was a bit of a fucking tyrant. So yeah. he said, instead of you guys joining this union, I'll create one for you, and then to do this. But like when, but whilst doing that, that union was in like in his favor. 
so you That's can only make so much money whilst being a writer it's fucked man like if you really pay attention to what they're fighting for it's not about the big names at all it's all about the they're fighting the for the little people the the little people or <laughs> or the up and comers like you know um tom, tom holland raffy? didn't make a lot of fuck raffy yeah from star trek picard yeah yeah apparently she's like the vice president of one of the unions or something fighting for this is that accurate i don't know but i did find out that the president of the fucking actors union is fran fucking dresher and that blew my fucking mind that's what better person to fight for you than her fucking voice in your ear (laughs) the fucking nanny is the voice of the actors and we and another thing mr sheffield we want more money for this (laughs) could you imagine I, I like it a lot. That's really fucking funny. No, it's yeah. weird with these things. Like, I didn't know that um, uh, actors and actresses, like, you always think, like, they made it, you know? They made their money. They make money off the checks. One of the things I, was, I thought was funny when I was at one of the Comic-Cons was um, uh, Buffy, the original Buffy, Christy Swanson, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's her name. She... Yeah was there so i got to meet her obviously i told you about it back then but she was selling steaks that she made mm-hmm. um for 50 dollars, and she made them herself and she was selling them and it was there she was working her being at the con yeah. was like i need fucking money so like you yeah. think that she made it she got paid millions of dollars she was in fucking maxim magazine doing photo shoots and like it was mm-hmm. a famous celebrity and but like now she's peddling things for 50 bucks trying to like make money in every city she goes to and but, she travels all over to but me. that's the thing too there's a lot of these like one-time checks like that and that's what they are man they're like one-time checks the unemployment rate if like if i'm done filming a movie i'm unemployed then yeah after that for sure that's what's then, so crazy about you got to make your money. We see this in the NHL too. Players like Clem Costin leaving the Oilers this year because he's getting paid two point one million elsewhere, whereas Edmonton couldn't afford that. But that guy's got a short no, playing but, career, and it's like a short nah, acting nah, career too. But, but it's, it's it's different. It's different. In there's the just a window that, sometimes. Yeah, there, there's a window, but like that's my point. Like especially if you're just starting off, like. The, like he doesn't have to fucking audition for another fucking hockey team. Like no, that I mean? part's like, different. I'm just saying, it. like the idea yeah. of like a small window of time to make your money. Because actors and yeah. actresses, like you said, they're unemployed once they're done their role. They don't know that they're gonna get another fucking job after that, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not unemployed once your contract's up. You're either gonna re up or you're gonna sign with somebody else. Like there's unless you're fucking awful. Yeah, like, even well, awful. That happens to fucking... a lot of people, though, right? Like, I know a guy, a friend of mine, he works with a guy who used to play for Colorado, but he just, it didn't work out. It wasn't working out. He couldn't, so he became a plumber. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is, no, no, right? And that happens. That's what no, I'm saying. And that, and actors that... and actresses, your window's small, so you got to, like, make your fucking money or make a big enough name for yourself to carry on. Anyways, yeah. we digress. But even I then, that even then like, the checks, thing. like... Huh? Like you and I have a constant income of every two weeks, right? We have, we yeah. have jobs. The dividends from the podcast, jobs. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really rolling in it. <laughs> um, but like, but we have. But the point I'm making is like we have jobs. We have a constant state of income. Yeah. Whereas, like, could you imagine? Like, I work one flight, and then they go, "All right, well, you did okay on that flight. Well, we'll let you know if we're gonna hire you for like a the yeah. next." 
no it's not like it's a it's a crazy fucking world they live in and like as much as like as much as it fucking sucks that everything's put on pause i fucking get it and look at like a lot of actors yeah they make some good money on certain things but a lot of them make their money off other fucking things all the yeah. time like george clooney with Cause. his fucking te- the tequila and coffee that and shit all that pisses stuff. me off though right. too because they use their name they're already famous they already have so much like why are you still peddling like george clooney does not need like all the like actors and actresses and musicians who have like tequila brands cologne brands you're like fuck off let other people make money you prick you got you have fucking millions your kids well, will be rich for their no, whole but that, lives but that's how they to fucking make money you piece of shit no but that's that's capitalism man and it's that, i know but it's it also works. like the famous actors and actresses who then take voice acting jobs because they get offered them and the, but that takes away from the voice actors getting the position like i don't know what like what i'm trying to say with all that i'm just saying sometimes it sucks to yeah. suck sometimes but like but i also get it and but i also gotta tell you if the product wasn't good they wouldn't be making money on it that's George not Clooney's true tequila if kim kardashian is, releases is a good. cologne she's still making money off of it even if it stinks like fucking rotten eggs every girl well, is like, gonna go out and fucking buy that shit just to have it because it's well i don't think a girl's gonna go buy cologne she'll probably buy perfume that's you know what i mean <laughs> that was a good one nice i like it how uh, you but, focus uh, on the wrong part of the story you motherfucker no i like yeah it. um so episode uh, eight but okay <laughs> um under the cloak of war the fucking klingon the, ambassador dr minga that, that right? was very that was very um what, what was that movie was it uh they kill where Kirk goes to jail. It's um, where Kirk the goes fuck to... was that? Klingon jail with McCoy. Like Wrath of Khan. No, he goes to Klingon jail with McCoy and Worf's their lawyer. Uh, what's that? Oh, that's like, like this... the fifth one, or okay, yeah, I'm drawing it's... a blank right now. Anyways, continue. Yeah. What of it? It it felt very much like that, like the mystery of like who killed the fucking Klingon and all that. And but what I like that's I feel like they were paying kind of homage to that one a little bit. Yeah. Um, what I liked about this is that you see that fucking dark side to Joseph, the doctor. And uh, how do you say his name? I I said it Minga, but I know it's wrong. Yeah, but Obi-Wan like or Obi-Wan. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. I love him though, the actor. Like he's so good. Well, he's and- got a, he, but he's got to go soon, right? Yeah, like, I, that's I, what. I, but he I, doesn't I, go. He's just not the chief medical officer. He's still on the Enterprise in Kirk's day. He's just not the head doctor. There was an actor who played. Is him. he this really? Isn't the first, this isn't the first actor who plays him. He stays on the Enterprise. He just is no longer the chief medical officer on the Enterprise, which I also think is fucking interesting because it's like, well, when does he get demoted? Is it just that McCoy comes? Well, aboard this is probably stays? how. This is probably like a downward fucking spiral for Doctor fucking Benga. Now, Okay, I have again. Now keep in mind, I haven't watched the finale yet, but I had yeah. fucking. I saw an article on Nerdist saying like they intro they hinted at someone coming onto the show that's part of the core fucking group. I I just don't know who it is. So, right. so I'll find out. You might be right with McCoy though, because because that was well, like our big that- guess at like. I said this to Crystal when we were watching the finale. It has nothing to do with you not seeing it. 
but I said like because yeah. I had to keep her in in line with things to understand that all of the bridge crew, the only member of the bridge crew who is on Kirk's Enterprise is Spock. Uhura, and Uhura, yes, but every other like Ortega, um, yeah. Go through the list of everybody else there. None of them oh, yeah. are there. Pike's not there. Fucking, you know, and mm-hmm. then number one, obviously, is not there. It's just interesting because what we're seeing now isn't what we're going to get to, but we know fractions of what's going to be there. Like I said, Sam Kirk, yeah. we know is going to be there like a little bit. Dr. Mbinga, we know, is uh, still a doctor on the ship, but he's not the head doctor. Certain things like that. It's it's interesting to see flat, like more character development for someone you just see in passing. What when we were talking about the the Spock Cuban episode when he fucking loses it on uh, Kirk's brother fucking what's his what's his first name uh, Sam Sam yeah when he loses it on Sam Kirk I fucking died I <laughs> loved it test me Kirk fucking test me yeah <laughs> clean up your fucking mess <laughs> I just like that mm-hmm. and like that's so obnoxious too like who the fuck bring like really you're gonna bring food right now to this like i just like the everything about that scene where you're just like what the fuck is happening right now because it's not something like we don't see tom paris sitting in the fucking meeting room with jane way eating a fucking donut on a plate or anything yeah that would be fucking hilarious to see though um yeah and then i think episode nine leads us to the musical let's change the subject um no i want to like hear it? your opinion i absolutely fucking loved it honestly so i need to i'll, I'll rewatch it again there wasn't a lot of bangers you know what i mean um, like the musical the, numbers there aren't the style of musical number i was like i was hoping for more of like a once more with feeling where you know i just feel like there wasn't a lot of the songs weren't written the way that I wish they'd been written and they didn't use the singers the way I'm that being said, it was interesting. I didn't dislike it by any means. It was, it was watchable. It was entertaining. I, I watched the entire episode in, in one go, obviously, and was like, Oh yeah, the, it wasn't a waste of an episode, but I, at the same time, I'm not going to be putting any of those songs on my playlist being like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like it's not like Buffy. I thought the opening number was fucking amazing. Um, and I really liked the, the last two, the last two songs, like the final number and then the Klingon boy band thing. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, of course. It was stupid Uh, as can be, but it was also awesome. And that also pays homage to the original series because there's a lot of that that's dog shit and stupid. What, (laughs) what I liked about what, what they did was because the whole ship was affected. So whenever there was like a musical number. The whole ship had to be fucking in on it. Yeah. So, and that's what I really enjoyed. So, in like once more with feeling, like you have to follow certain rules. So you set up the rules that you set up for yourself in the show. So with this, it was like we're gonna set it up for like we're gonna try and like associate speak to you with music, and now you're affecting us with this musical numbers that we are like now that we now have to perform. But like with Buffy. There's a lot of like, whenever they're in the room together, they're performing together. Yeah. Whenever they're alone, they're singing alone. But there's yeah. no really alone. You even saw it that, like, if they started singing an individual song, the people fucking nearest them were affected by dancing 
and yeah. backup backup singing. So what I liked about it is that they followed their own rules. It was consistent. Yeah. It was consistent. Now you can't have like, you know, the one-off Yohura song because everyone else had to be a part of it. Yeah. But that's what I like. And I thought that they used comedy really well, especially when they started singing about um, the private conversation about their vacation. Like, yeah. Dying. Yeah. No, there was a <laughs> lot of good moments like that where it, it was, like I said, I enjoyed the episode. It's a, it, all of Strange New Worlds has been high quality programming from start to finish. Great production value, like very pleasing to watch, very funny and entertaining and like, at times hokey, but that's it. They're emulating something from the 1960s as well. Yes. They're staying true to that, like roots a little bit as well. So I do appreciate mm-hmm. that. I'm just, my only complaint is I wish there was a banger in there where it was like, you know, build me I, up I, buttercup. I, give me something to fucking. I, I stand by their first, their first, their opening song. And yeah, the, I'll give it, I'll give them all another the, listen. I'm going to watch the episode I, again. I, I just wish that. I, I, I think where they struggle with having a banger is that you can't, I don't think you can get a good enough banger when you are incorporating 48 people. I think it's hard. Yeah. I don't know. Because, because it's about the writing, you got to hit it and you got to like line it up to with this talent of the singers. They did a good job, but yeah, you should have just hired Joss Whedon for a one-off fucking episode. write our songs. He would have knocked it out of the park. (laughs) He would have yelled at it like 48 different people. And then, can you imagine Pike? His like fucking gray hair comes up like Spike and he, Spike Pike, and he's like, "I die in a few years from now. I'm not the same man that I am right now." There's um, how fucking dope saying, would that be, Tom? <laughs> there's a saying from Ocean's Thirteen that I like. You don't do the same gag twice. You do the next gag. Yeah, of course. But still, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. They missed an opportunity. The they have similar hair. It's Pike and Spike. Give me that rock and roll hit right there. You know, just fucking give me that darkness too, where he's like, uh, you I, done... I will skip the rock and I'll skip the rock and roll hit, and I'll take the boy band Klingons nine times out of ten. <laughs> that was fuck. You can't tell me that would be a good Pike song though. I just paid because they were so picture. dishonored too. They were so <laughs> fucking dishonored. They were so angry. Yeah, it was, which is what I love. Fucking awesome. Yeah. No, and then like so, yeah, I, coming into the finale too. It's obviously I'm not going to talk about it at all with you, but it, it's mm-hmm. sad to me whenever you reach episode ten and you're like, "That's it, fuck." Because it's what do just you like, man, of, uh, I want more of this shit. What do you think about the Noonien Singh Kirk relationship? I like it a lot because Kirk is a womanizer and it's interesting. Like I said, she's another character we'll never hear from or see from again ever in any of the lore. She's not in it. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting, like she's a one-off for this series. And that that makes me sad because I really like the character in ways, but Mm -hmm. Kirk has so many love interests. It doesn't surprise me. They have to show, they have to paint that picture where women are taken aback by him. And it's Mm -hmm. not even like, you know, you, you wouldn't suspect her necessarily to fall for a Kirk type, but the way they painted that little relationship, it was beautiful, you know, and it's an interesting thing where they have that moment. I like it. You? Okay, and um, I have a version of Mary Fuck Kill for you, but it's called um, Promoted, Transfer, or, or, or Die, okay? Because there are characters, obviously, that we don't see in the future, 
So my characters are Otega, Nunyan Singh, and uh, number one. Who gets okay. promoted, who gets transferred, and who dies? Ortega, number one, and who else? Nunyan Singh. Singh, okay. Uh, I just wrote it down. I wanted to get this right. I wish retire was there instead of die. <laughs> or no, not. It's Star or, Trek. Yeah, I Star like Star Trek, it. man. Okay. Someone's going to die. So promote, I'm going to say number one. I'm going to say she okay. becomes an admiral somewhere because of her leadership and all that. I could see that. She's not going to get captain, you don't think? Her own ship? She can become captain, but I think she might end up at the academy teaching something like that. You know what I mean? I can see her getting promoted into like a Chief O'Brien type situation where because of her extensive experience and knowledge and I don't know, she's obviously super smart. That would be, I'm going to say she gets transferred to Starfleet Academy. Okay. And I'm going to, I fucking hope Ortega dies. And, but that means Singh get, no, so Singh has to die. Fuck, I don't want Ortega to get promoted. Jesus Christ. Okay, hold on. I want number one to get promoted. Yeah. To Starfleet Academy. <laughs> I want Ortega. She can just get, Ortega can just get promoted to commander and then be. The I would like Ortega to get ship. transferred off of the flagship, and I would like her to go to some science vessel that's going to go and explore as close as they can get to the Delta Quadrant in this timeline, because I don't want her involved in shit anymore. You don't like Ortega? I don't. She just fucking annoys me. I don't know why. I love her. Yeah, I just I don't hate her by any means. I'm just she's my least favorite bridge character. And then yeah. seeing that would leave, she has to, she's got to die, which makes sense I think for she's her gonna, character. I think she's going to die too, actually. I really yeah. do. I think she's going to die. It makes sense for her character. So let's do <coughs> your breakdown of that. Uh, I think uh, number one gets promoted and gets her own ship. Ortega gets transferred. I like, I like what you said where she did like a, but I think she's going to, transferred to either uh the academy for flight because she's a fucking awesome pilot like okay, you gotta yeah, get credit they write her perfectly for what credit where credits do yeah and then um i think you can't be a chief security officer without fucking putting your life on the line so i'm That's pretty right. sure she's gonna fucking die okay uh, one way or another um yeah. in kirk's star trek was there a chief security officer? Yes, but we don't like. There was security, obviously, but but there wasn't a chief. Yeah, right. or there was chief, but he never got reference reference yeah. sorry as it, chief. Like he wasn't a bridge officer. Yeah, it was just of different kind of position. Just like think that. about the trouble trouble with tribbles episode when security comes in and there's like the big guy. Like I think that he's a chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's chief of maybe not of security, but he's a chief in security. So I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I just, it's, it's funny to me that. So while like we're on in, the next, in, now, in next gen, sorry, just like in next gen, Worf has chief security and he's like the head of tactical, right? Yeah. 100%. There's no head of tact. There's no head of tactical on the flagship, but whatever. Yeah, no big deal. They obviously realized there was a hole in the game at some point, and within 85 years, they were like, you know, we should probably have someone in charge of security. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so same three. 
Mary kill fuck. Um, if we're gonna play it, we might as well fucking play it too, right? I figured. I would marry number one. Yeah. I would fuck. I would fuck Nunyan Singh, and I would kill Ortega. Did you? But yeah. only be, only because she's clearly a lesbian and would not be into it. You know, that I mean? could make I want, it more I, fun. When are you going to get an opportunity <laughs> like that? <laughs> I don't know about you, Sean, but I like the women that I bed to enjoy themselves. That makes sense. <laughs> well, it's a challenge of your skills, though. Can you not make her enjoy herself? That's the question, I guess. Uh, well, I, I, I've I seen her feminine side. It's pretty fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <No>. you <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not going to answer that question because I personally respect women and all that but anyways moving on um... <laughs> sorry I just had to throw that that's fucking funny <laughs> that was a good gag you son of a bitch you set me but, up but honorable mention to fucking Nurse Chapel because like of course yeah, I'm on, I'm in the same boat as you. Obviously, number one, sing, kill Ortega. Yeah, same. But it's I, an easy recipe. But yeah, but it, like again, Ortega's a fucking badass, and I appreciate her. Yeah, no, for sure, she's a hell of a pilot. I'll say that. But I just, she's yeah. not my favorite character. That's all. I don't have any characters I hate though. There's no character where I'm like, fuck that. I wish they hadn't had. Every character plays their role, which I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, no, we just went on a long-ass fucking Strange New Worlds tangent, and it was well-deserved because that show is fucking high-quality programming, man. And I'm excited. Like, I think Lower Decks is next, so I'm very curious yeah. to see if they do a Strange New Worlds crossover episode to incorporate that in some kind of way or reference it at least. Oh, they'll reference it for sure. They reference fucking everything in Lower Decks. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, when Boimler goes Warp's, uh, Warp's Honor, I was fucking dying. It's like, oh, fuck, I should have said that. There were so many moments in that where it would be him being the fanboy. It just, what a brilliant episode. I fucking loved it. Yeah. But no, uh, I really, I really been enjoying this. Um, I kind of want, what I would like is spinoffs from this or spinoffs from something. Because I would like to watch, like, let's say our theory is correct, where, like, number one goes to the Academy or Ortega goes to the Academy. I would watch a show called The Fucking Academy. Oh, yeah, we all get all the miscreants. Yeah. Um, And then, like, you have, like, I don't know, stat. Like, you can make that show work. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, and then then through the years, you can see, like, a young Picard. You know what I mean? 100%. Every officer that comes through, if you tell the story right words, you know. Yeah, you can do years later, and the thing is, is that like you don't like you you can do it like you do lower decks, not, not like a cartoon. What I'm saying is just like, but have the references, yeah, and that's what I like because like they can talk about like you can go years in the future and go, all right, this is the Riker maneuver, and then learn all the fuck about it, hundred percent. Or you know, since you brought him up, the Jane I think one. I'm gonna go meet him. Where? Here. He's coming to oh, an co- expo. And I was like, I can't, I, I haven't gone because it was kind of weak the last couple of years, but now that they have a bit of a decent lineup, I'm thinking the doc, uh, Crusher is going to be there. And so is Riker. Mm. And so I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to go. Who else? Um, Raffi from Star Trek. Uh, here, I'll pull up the list for you real quick. 
But anyways, I think I have to get a picture with Riker. I have one with Data, one with Shatner, one with uh, Q. So I feel like yeah. Riker, he'll fit right in on that picture wall. With you 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 got to go 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 both because you're slowly but surely collecting the yeah. entire TNG cast. Well, the thing about and- that too is I don't have either of their signatures on the picture either but I have almost everybody else from the bridge crew. So I'm like, well, fuck me. I have kind of have to get their fucking signature too. So this might be a very pricey September for Sean, <laughs> but it'll yeah, have a couple think- of cool ass pictures. And like, I thought about like every picture I have is with one individual. And so I, now I'm like, well, do I do a double picture or do I do two singles so I can have a moment with each of them or like crusher would be super cool to me too. Riker's better in my humble opinion if i could only get a picture with one i'd rather get a picture with him than with her but i don't know yeah well i get i get that you would relate to Riker better but yeah. the the sheer fact is that honestly who didn't have a crush on gates mcfadden and of she's course. still yeah she's right she's always and, a really cool woman that's she's a great role model in so many ways and I gravitated to her more as like a motherly figure than a sexual figure personally, because of the age that I was when I watched it originally, I always yeah. looked at her as like a, a, just a strong female presence, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. Well, all the women on that show were a strong female presence. Yeah. For that doesn't sure. mean they weren't fucking attractive. Nope. That's very true. I'm not taking away from any of that. I just, that's how I perceived it because of the age that I watched it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so fun. who is going to be there? Christina Ricci, mm. which is pretty fucking cool. I've loved her. I grew up with her. I had crushes on her in every movie she was in as I was the same age as her growing up because we are, yeah. she's two years older than me. Yep. So I just grew up loving her. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, uh, the okay, I know who that is. Yeah, he's like the chicken guy from Breaking Bad. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Star Wars, uh, um, Jason Apollo, Lee, Apollo fucking Creed. Exactly, Jason Lee. I don't know if you know him. He was in some yeah, yeah. movies, like or some Kevin right. Smith movies, and he did that. My name is Earl show. If you know the one, yeah, big Jason Lee. You should meet him. I'd I love to meet him. him. He's fucking Jason Lee. Like, not only is might, he a famous you know, skateboarder, but he also yeah. did some acting gigs. Yeah, he was a famous skateboarder. There's a little girl named Vivian Lyra Blair. I don't recognize her. From something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, oh, but Stephen Amell's going. Yeah, he's from The Flash, I think. DC or something. Arrow. Duh, sorry, Arrow. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I don't know who Danielle Pennebaker is. Uh, but She's I do know... on The Flash. She was on The Flash. Oh, okay, okay. And I do know who James Marsters is. Oh, fuck. You gotta meet him. We're loaded. I can't meet them all. I have to pick and choose. I Sean, can see them all, Sean, but I can't. Sean, four people I you gotta do. Spike. Get some fucking overtime. You gotta meet these four. Right. Fuck, five. Gotta throw Christina and Ricci Gates, in the hat. And we got Gates McFadden. Emily Swallow, I don't know who that is. Uh, she, uh, she was on Supernatural. Okay. Yeah, and then Gates McFadden and Michelle Hurd are the last two. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, really fucking cool people coming. It's a short list, but they almost all of them apply to me. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, I could really bang it out and do this. But yeah, for sure, I'm going to meet Riker. 
guaranteed i have yeah. to fucking go do that and i'm thinking how about much getting... is it for like a picture 100 bucks 125 bucks possibly maybe 150 get some overtime buddy <laughs> <laughs> fucked up right like but it's cool as fuck like so i have already faith and fred from the buffy angel verse so spike is like a wicked fucking shoe in to be right in the middle of those two you get you get one question with uh with these guys what do you ask Okay, so I walk up to Spike. <clears throat> it's not a question. I'm going to look at him dead in the eyes and be like, I died so many years ago. And that is it. Just to make him laugh. Because he will. Because he won't expect that to come out of my mouth in the way that I'll say it so passionately. Um, and <laughs> Riker, oh man, I don't even know what the fuck I would say to him. I would be a little intimidated. I'd be like, <clears throat> I don't have something prepared. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what Gates I would McFadden. say. Gates, Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. I'd be like, starstruck. I loved you in the hunt for October. <laughs> no, I would honestly, I'd be like, how dare you not tell Picard that he was a father? That's probably what I'd lead with. I like it. Then she'll probably be like, you know, I'm a person, right? <laughs> like, not to me, pal. Not to me, pal. <coughs> um, And um, then... Christina Ricci. Hi. I love you. <laughs> I've always loved you. So so you're not bringing Crystal to this event. No, is what just like me. that, oddly <laughs> and weirdly, too. Where it's like yeah. uncomfortable for both of us, not just me. <laughs> yeah. When I throw in a couple hamana, hamana, hamana. Yeah, pretty much. No, it would just be like, uh, hey, it's like super cool to fucking meet you. That's why like, I'm awkward. When it comes to trying to talk to them, because what the fuck do you say to it? I like the way you pretend. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's fucking losery. I'm not saying that, but like, I don't know, man. Like, because there's a thing. Like, we you, you we grew up on this stuff, so you yeah. could probably say something to Riker. Like, hey, like, I know that you're not Riker, but you you were one of the guys that taught me right from wrong, for sure. And like, I hold you fucking dear. Oh, 100%. And not just that, too. I would say, like, you know, I love your role as Riker. I love you in Gargoyles. I love you as a director. Because, like, the things that you've directed in Star Trek are some of the, my most favorite episodes. Like, I'm a fan of your yeah. body of work. Keep up the good work. Please don't retire. Please fucking try to keep working if you can. Because everything you fucking make, I think, is gold. That's all, like it would be something along those lines, like a mix of what you started out with and some of what I sprinkled yeah. on there. If I could compose myself and not be super starstruck, because it's fucking Riker, it's fucking Riker. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where was the other? Like. Um. Fuck. I, I was. I had a good point, and I now I lost it. I can't remember what it is. Fuck. I bet it Whatever. was brilliant. But yeah, yeah. No, like you said, it's just sure. meeting these people who did inspire our childhoods in ways, you know, like. I've been watching Rikers since I was fucking three years old on TV, you know, and I would fall asleep to his fucking voice a lot of nights when I'm watching TNG, you know, and it's oh, just Oh, actually, those... I did have something to say. I remember what it was. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I just remember what I was going to say. That was pretty well done, my point. Continue. I'm happy for you yeah. that you remembered. Uh, it's the, uh, that they announced a Gargoyles movie with Kenneth Branagh directing. I did hear a vague, isn't it like real life too? Yeah, that's fucked up, and I'm super curious and intrigued by this too. I heard it. The I other hope they day bring back. Like, what? 
Like I'm okay. I'm okay if he can't get Jonathan Franks to you know be the guy. Yeah. For uh, but you could get the rest of the voice actors to come back and be the gargoyles. Yeah, for sure. I I mean they kind of did that with Transformers with Optimus, the voice of Optimus Prime, right? They brought back the original voice. Yeah. But like, I don't know. No, it'll be curious. I we not we we can't like don't look forward to anything right now because they're on strike. So just know that there was a concept for it at some point, but it might just be fodder as well to gain support from people to like demand that they get what they deserve. You know, like yeah. there's going to be a lot of that in the next little while, things that could happen, but probably never will. So I'm not getting too excited for anything. Just you have to be realistic I, right I, now. It's just been the movie I've wanted since I was a fucking Me child. too, brother. Me too. I wanted yeah. like more gargoyles and there's so much... I love that storyline. There's so much stories to tell there. I love the King Arthur-esque, like, mystical Mm -hmm. feel to it all, where we were living, like, the story of gargoyles, like, you know, that they protected the castles and, you know, they turned to stone during the day. Like, the lore of that alone deserves more stories to be told, not to just leave it there. You know, and yeah, great cartoon. We all remember it from when we were kids. But why not build it into something else because that's fucking such a good story yeah yeah there's a lot of good shit out there i hope that it all comes to fruition i hate all the the strike and stuff like that is unfortunate for the fans because we are the ones who lose out on things that will never end up coming to fruition because of it because time yeah we know how important time is when it comes to making things and it being the right spot to make it Mm-hmm. it can hurt everything no, I, I get that and that's what's challenging too like about star trek even it's gonna like there's pushing off some of the production on a lot of the star trek content that we were supposed to get which might end up shelving a lot of it as well which is fucking not a good situation yeah no it's it's a tough go when everything like that you want is on strike right now yep um no, it's so what it is though Speaking of writers, we got an email, so let's cue the music. Two sides to every email, two sides to everyone, two sides to every email, settle in, let's get it done. And it's from Addison. It's um, subject Spider-Man. He goes, uh, hello, gentlemen. Sean, thanks for the shout out. I'm brainstorming here. We should pre-record some quick snippets of us talking about coins and collecting stuff. That way, when Tom's off gallivanting, it's not up to you to just come up with something on the spot. <laughs> you can call it a, a side's note or a side dish. Anyway, Anyways, to answer your question, I actually had my eye on a Spider-Man coin, but I took, a, but it took too long to grab it, and it tripled in price. Lesson learned. Next time I see one, I'm interested, uh, I'm interested in it, I'll grab it right away. That being said, if you guys had the option to become Spider-Man with all of his powers, the only catch is you, um, someone you loved would have to die. Would you do it? Does he? Does the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? Great podcast, guys. Look forward to each week. Addison Ottinger. For the sake of this question, do we get to pick who we get to kill? You didn't specify? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's a mystery. Are we, are we, are we going to go with people in our lives that are already dead, so we've already dealt with it? Exactly. 
Well, I pick my dad, you pick Doreen, and then yeah. we just go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we Spider-Man, motherfucker. No, I'm assuming it's a new death right now that's still, so I would yeah. say no. Fuck it. I don't give a shit about the world. I want my own personal life to be better than everybody else's, so. <laughs> I find I find that very shocking from you because of your Star Trek upbringing. Because yeah. you said the one thing that I know, it should have stuck with you. I know. The, but the needs of the many the, do not outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Boom. That's the whole quote. But, Meaning that it doesn't. Yeah. Like, the needs of the one do not outweigh the needs of the many. Yeah. Well, I guess in certain scenarios, I don't know, man. It's a hard pill to swallow because, like, I would love... Just imagine you're fucking swinging around. Like, <laughs> Sorry, this is not directed at you. It's directed at both of us because we're both large men. All I can think of is Miley Cyrus when we're talking about this. <laughs> I'm swinging on that vine. I came in like a wreck. <laughs> yeah. We are not small men. We are not Peter Parker. No, no, no. I feel like... Old, no, no. Fucking... We, get all of the, we get all of the accoutrement, and that means we get the body, too. Okay. Fuck so, yeah, then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, you and me, we shouldn't yeah. be swinging at no brick buildings. <laughs> That's a fucking yeah. bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that comes with all the things that make Spider-Man Spider-Man. One's a good body, and two is like flexibility and flips and shit. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. I don't know. I think I might have to take it. Yeah. Even if you know, know you made it. the call, and then they're like, "Hey, Michelle, bye bye," or "Hey, Mama, bye bye." You know what I mean? Is that, I know. It's but a, it's you a made hard, the call. It's a, and then see, you're swinging around, and you're crying and shit, but the like, air is drying your tears because you're swinging so quickly. Maybe it's worth it. Yeah. I don't know. But then like in, re- in return to follow up with what Addie said, now you can save a shitload of people. Everybody yeah, else the thing, around right? you, you can like, save. Like, I feel like if you're in a position to do great things for the, the world. greater good, yeah, the world, you kind of owe it to them to do it. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? it's a tough one. And it like, okay, so then there's the chicken and the egg that this represents as well. So are you becoming Spider-Man because the world needs Spider-Man? Or are you going to be the catalyst that brings on the villains because there's now a superhero? Like, you need both, obviously. You can't have villains yeah. and heroes without heroes or heroes without villains. You would need to have, yeah. like, bad guys, too. So by you becoming Spider-Man, are you then creating the world where they have to have these villains, too? Which then puts mm-hmm. a shitload more other people in danger. That is that is true. That's the age-old question about Batman, right? Yeah. Did Batman, like... Was Did Batman he make it worse or better? To... Yeah. The vigilanteism and all that. So I don't yeah. know. Interesting call. I just, um, one other thing before we go off on anything else, I just want to address the coin, the Spider-Man coin. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the Marvel set. I've seen most of the time the Marvel set sells for eight to $900. There's nine coins, uh, Captain America, Deadpool, Thor, Spider-Man, Venom, wolverine ah fuck there's three more i don't know but anyways that set recently went from eight to nine hundred down to like i've seen it for 680 and 700 around there obviously that's a little bit pricey but if you piece them out and collect them individually it gets to be very pricey the spider-man one sits between 250 and 300 dollars always sometimes i see it for cheaper 
depending on what kind of money you're looking to spend, I would personally recommend trying to scoop the entire setup, like do the 680 or 700. Let me know if ever you are serious about that because I see it for sale sometimes in some of the groups that I'm in and I can probably line you up with that set for a lot cheaper than what you're seeing it if you're looking on eBay. But it's very cool. I'm only missing one coin from the set, Deadpool. I need to get that one and then I have them all. And I want to tell you in hand, they're fucking cool as shit to look at. I'll say that. But that's all I got to say about that. Very nice. Um, I think that's it for this week. I we was going to see if I had any. We banged out Sorry? an episode. Yeah, I was going to get into something else, but like, uh, I got to go see Jerry Seinfeld later today. But that's not worth talking about until after I see him. For sure. Nah, I didn't really talk about summer, but it's not over <laughs> yet either. I had a bunch of shit going on too. I listened yeah. to you talk about it, but then you didn't ask me. So I just never got to tell my side of the story, but that's okay. Another week, another time. We're running like longer. We haven't done a lot of recording lately, so we have a lot of shit to talk about, which doesn't hurt sometimes. We had a little break. Get off our fucking back, everybody. Okay? All right? Yeah. Back. Sometimes it's hard to do, man. We are consistently consistent. We just took fucking a little bit this summer. We've had a few episodes late, and we took one fucking week off. So everybody back the hell off. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. tell him, Sean. Pretty much. You tell him, Steve Dave. Yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Well, on All that right. note, uh, this has been Two Sides of the Story this week. My name is Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Tom Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Have a great week. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at two sides of the story on tiktok at two sides of the story pod and if you want to send us an email send it to two sides of the story pod that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com